So, one time, this hillbilly podcast, uh, getting cast out of a crow's foot, concrete Washington player. You know, um, we don't really know how to get started, but K-Boogie's over here, and he's got a story to tell from this morning. First off, I want to say this this podcast is brought to you by Absolute Poverty, where everyone's skinny and no one has a buck to loan you. Yeah, I mean, like, you can't, like, you can't drive because you can't afford the gas unit if you have a car, and your car is probably broke down and you can't afford the part. And, you know, you're going to be skinny no matter what. It's only like 40 miles to get bread. <laughs> so you'd be okay. It's winter time, there's snow, all that good shit. You'd be all right. Anyway, brought to you by a smile and a Coke. And a Heineken. Heineken. A delicious beer that used to be better, but I found out that it used to smell like weed and taste like weed because it was affected by the sun. I actually called them... Um, very recently. Alcohol and nicotine. It built your house. And it was your attorney. <laughs> <laughs> built someone else's house. <laughs> anyway. Alright, the story for this morning was uh, me heading to work until my body decided it was time to go to sleep mm. and yeah. drive at 50 miles an hour. It didn't work out. I ended up in a ditch. Luckily, just in a ditch. It's kind of like someone's driving, but nobody's behind the wheel. It was like, wake up, you're about to die. I just heard thud, 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 thud on the one side, and it was like, oh shit, there's a telephone pole, there's a tree, there's a mailbox. The funniest part is that the airbag got deployed, but it was the wrong fucking airbag. It was not my side, for sure. It was an airbag from the other side, and then it just seemed like smoke. And I thought my car was on fire for a fucking couple seconds while I was still freaking out. Then you gotta call the boss, and you're like, "I'm, I'm sorry, I'm gonna be late to work." That's or almost the funniest part. Not to work part. at all. It's almost the funniest part. Is like my first instinct was like, "Where's my phone? Call my boss. <laughs> Tell him what happened so he doesn't get mad." He wasn't mad. He's not like that. But that's your first instinct. Is like, "Yo, let him know. You ain't gonna make it." I'm like, "Yo, oh. I, I ain't gonna make it. My tires off the bead. I'm sitting here on the side of the road." I'm awake now. For sure I'm awake now. A real friend cares more about whether you died or not. He really did seem more concerned about that, which was cool. I liked the guy. I was happy that he didn't uh, wasn't like, well, what the fuck, man? You gotta be here. So what are you doing for work, Boogie? Tell me I, what you're building. I'm building uh, condos right now. They're pretty nice, actually. They're going to be right on the water in Bellingham. All cherry. Yeah, yeah. The top floor, the last one we do is going to be uh, the suite, bro. You're going to be able to see all the way down the bay. People paying Buku grants for Some that pretty shit. Pretty good nugget. Over. Pretty good nugget for pretty a spot good like nugget. that. Nothing like a guy like me could ever afford. I just spent a lot of fun tickets to live in a place like that. Super fun tickets, dude. Way too many. I that's okay. You know, it's cheap in some places. This podcast also is brought to you by Radiation Therapy. And the loud ass whatever the fuck that is coming out my window. And Detroit Motors. <laughs> Detroit in general. Yeah. The city, Zombie of, land the city of Detroit brings you Radiation Therapy in Detroit muscle. <laughs> so, like I would like to say, welcome to Concrete. Yeah. It's a very beautiful place. It is where beautiful. The sun rarely shines. Beautiful dog. Beautiful. Lots of water. <laughs> you know? Air Force Ones. 
lots of black helicopters flying around. Like, you know, like it's it's pretty cool. There's woods. Bigfoot lives here. Lots of woods, Bigfoot, UFOs, all them cool things. Yeah. You know. Unidentified crying projects. It seems like it's recording decently, so that's good to know. This is our first stab at her, folks, and if you're on your drive to work, the weather's going to be absolute fucking garbage. Yeah. So, get your raincoat or your fucking flip-flops. You never know right now. And you know, be it's like prepared one of for things, the worst. Like, all of the old people told me when I was growing up, they are like, hey man, dress in layers. And then my dad used to always say, he'd be like, you know, 80% of your heat goes out of your head. <laughs> <laughs> like maybe it's just cold, player. Like I've been to the beach before. Maybe it's warm maybe your head, time. old man. Maybe <laughs> your head, old man. No, I love that guy, but that's what you think when you're a kid. If any adult mm-hmm. tries to tell you what for, you're like, ah, oh, you don't know shit. This podcast is also brought to you by the Boomers. We're here for you, unless you need financial help. Then you can live at our house. Which is appreciated. I mean, all of us appreciate it. This is also a piss break for my partner in crime here. If you listen really, really hard on the microphone, you might be able to hear him pissing. Because our studio is so state-of-the-art. And it's Hillbilly. This is also the hillest Billy of podcasts. I don't know if you know this while you're driving through the hills on your way to work. You probably know one of us. Or both of us. Cheers to you. Hope you have a good day at work. It was a decent day for me at work since I didn't make it like we were talking about. What's funny when you're on the way into a ditch, the first thing you think of is, am I going to die? No, I don't think I'm going to die on this one. Second thing is like, oh, I hope my truck's not broken. God damn it. I hope my truck's not broken. That's an unanswered question for a little while. Well, if you're a hillbilly, you definitely need a motherfucking truck. You, you know, need something. a truck. Because, you know, things need to move. Most of them don't fit in your fucking car. <laughs> I'm just saying. This is the best way to put it. You know, um, deductive reasoning and elementary logic win every time. There, things need to move around the planet. Most of them don't fit in your little car. One time I was coming home from work on the freeway and I look over and there's like a Volkswagen. Okay. With a long ass box. We're talking probably a twelve foot box, like a shipping box. Going from one from the passenger Probably full of drugs. No, it was oh. like Maybe something they ordered that they did not think through as far as how they was getting it home. Some and it was going ass. from the passenger side window through the driver's side rear window in diagonal, sticking out a few feet still on both sides. Whippity whipping in the wind. One time, me and Brandon Worley, even though I know I don't say names, but that's my boy. You know, he's like a real B-dub. Life, you know, 70 B-dub. Shout out to B Dub. Yeah. Fuck with B Dub and get beat up. You know, Shout out to B Dub. Hope you're listening to, to this on your way to work. Hope you're hearing this, man. One time, we was rolling down, fuck, we were in like Minnesota or something. We lost all our clothes off the top of the truck, bro. Like we were like out there, <laughs> out there like crackheads, like <laughs> trying to pick up your underwear and shit yeah. off of the snow. It was ridiculous. Well, sometimes your underwear ends up in the snow. Yeah, yeah. Cause it just goes to show you, you can't think of everything on your way, because it's not like 
either of you are incompetent. No, life is what happens like, when your plans yeah, don't yeah. work out, like, man. Yeah. We're good planners. We're superhumans. We're not just regular humans. They're decent, We're superhumans. Decent we still fuck here. up. Decent you know? fucking hillbillies up in yeah. there. But, you know, you never know. There's always that one latch you forgot to latch. And now you're doing 70 miles an hour on the free whistle and you get a drizzle draft. Uh, you sound up. like a rapper now. I'm like, just oh. saying, and it, it blows up. Because I'm fat like that. Like, oh, do you even keep the ratchet strap? The only, the only reason <laughs> I, I really relate is because like, every third day on the way home from work, my fucking toolbox in my truck when I hit the freeway flies out. Just has truck. enough wind to just pop up, and I'm like, oh shit, I gotta pull over on the side of the freeway, put my toolbox down. Which also, just so the listeners know, little, little continuation here. Boom boom. When I wrecked this morning, my toolbox definitely flew open. Yep. If the wind flies it open, yes. If you're asking, if you're thinking about it, it flew open this morning. That's why you need to have a strong tool in your I didn't life. Leave, I didn't a lose really good tool. a bunch of shit, Doesn't though. break. I only lost Breaks like a tool things. or two, and we only found it because we were putting the sod back that my truck ripped up. And whoever that was, you probably don't listen to the podcast, but thank you. You didn't answer your door. I tried to say howdy Thanks for sorry. all your love, man. Yeah, thanks, for, cool. thanks for witnessing a crime. And just look in the other It wasn't really way. a crime. It was really <laughs> just an accident. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's not a crime. It's just an accident. That's Accidental any crimes happen, too. Allegedly. Allegedly. Allegedly, there was a crime. It's like saying, oh, yeah, it's this really nice place. It'd be a shame. Shame if something were to happen to it, player. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's the best part of the movie when Joe Pesci threatens to break your noodle? <laughs> Bury you in the fucking desert. And Joe Pesci actually was the one that got buried in the desert. But yeah. he was a bad motherfucker this while he was alive. podcast is brought to you by Joe Pesci. Yeah, Joe Pesci. And all the bodies that he's buried in movies. Yeah, he was actually my uh, godfather's grandpa. Which is weird. However... They're both very really? mean. Yeah, absolutely. True story? True story that I will never tell. Well, that's, no, but that's the truth, though. He's your godfather's grandpa. That's legit. Yeah, Padrino. They call him a Padrino. Dude, when I was out in New York, my uncle was like, oh, I'll take you out to where we grew up. Where you grew up, Lake, Lake Oscawana. Well, I found out later. Oscawana slapped Lake you in Oscawana, the face. no, it's like. So the little kid they grew up with named was Jimmy Gambino. Oh, yeah, the Gambino. You heard okay. about the Gambinos. Everybody in the fucking podcast has heard about the Gambinos. Not like... Not anymore, the, you know. Like, people are getting so news, fucking young they that they don't know who the fucking Gambinos Italians. Yeah. And that, I found out later, that was like retirement country for the mob out there in like Oscawana. Which was cool because like my family was not like mob. My grandpa was a, a pilot, you know what I mean, like for an airline. You know, classic mo- pilot, by the way, left, had a, like a divorce thing with his wife because he got with the stewardess, who ended up my crazy grandma, who you met. Yeah, who you remember? Yes, you, I have met her. You remember she used to flirt with me and shit. It yeah, was all weird. She'd say you look like what was the name of that actor? She used to flirt with me and shit. She used to say, "Oh, you look like." It uh, was so weird. And then what she, was the actor's name? I don't never remember that name. God, dude, I used to be so weird. That show was so creepy, bro. But and then she would 
tell me about how attracted to her. I him know she, to that guy. Yeah, yeah it's creepy. That's fucking weird. She bro. would also just <laughs> so the listeners know. This is the same lady who would like <laughs> grab a half a gallon of fucking vodka and go out to her car. To my grandpa and my um, <laughs> my dad. Had my already, grandpa was listen, a vodka listen, guy. Listen, my dad had already like pre. He already knew this shit was coming because he was OG. It. And he already went out there and disabled her car. So she would go out there to her car. Couldn't start it. And just sit there in the in the driver's seat with a half a gallon of fucking vodka, drinking it and trying to start it. That's what they call a parking lot Over pimping. and over and over parking lot pimping it. Right there in the fucking little U driveway. Till she pretty much just passed out in her own piss right no there in the driver. Man, you know, at least she didn't drive nowhere, man. She didn't dude. drive nowhere. Dad my was my smart. pops was on it, dude. My dad was pretty much OG, triple uh, OG, triple. Triple OG. Like, triple OG, like, probably fucked your mama for your he already, daddy did. He, already, <laughs> he definitely figured out that grandma was about to fuck up and he was going to disable her whip. Then he did. It worked out. No, coolest guy ever, man. And like that's one of the things. And I, like I said, we just had our friend's funeral, and I never speak at funerals. I spoke at his because I have respect to his kids. Me too. I didn't even speak at my daddy's funeral. Yeah, yeah. And it's hard to do, man. It's a hard thing to do. Like a lot of people don't realize how much pressure's on you, you know, and all that shit. I gotta use the little boys. But yeah, um, if I could say a few words about Pat McAdam, he was. One of the nicest people I ever met, you know, and brought me into a really good family, McAdam family. Um, dude used to build bridges, man. When I was going through shit and I had like bad, like brain surgery shit, like he like put me up, you know, and like and, like Kevin wasn't even around. It was just like him and Melissa just like gave me a place to stay in and fucking put me back on my feet and shit, like. They're real G's up in the system, you know, and they're not caught up in the Matrix, and it's sad that he's gone, just like a lot of the people, like George Nick, like my mom, like, like, it's tough to be getting old like this, and then growing up, and people are passing that, we're like, really your support system, and then you end up being the one, and you feel like, uh... Man, I, I can't even fill these shoes. You know what I'm saying, player? I don't. I don't hear nothing you said. No, you didn't. You'll I hear bet it. it was good. <laughs> You'll hear it later. If we it can about, edit it if out. If it was about Pops, I bet it was great. It was about Pops. So, now he's got a piss. But, I really miss my homies. And that's why I don't sing for a living right there, folks. But you know what I mean. Uh, we all got people we probably just lost or are losing or any of that shit. And uh, it helps to talk about it. Like me and, me and Clay, obviously we talk about whatever the fuck comes to mind. And I tell you what, people on the road, listening, wherever, talk about it, man. You got to talk about it. Make jokes about it. The more you can lighten the load, the, the better. Because it's a serious load we're all carrying for some reason or another. You know, some of us might have been born into money, might have been not. But we all carry in some sort of fucking weird-ass load. And you got to push through it no matter what. You got to be happy. You got to wake up and be like, I'm going to be happy. You got to decide to be happy, you know. It's not going to happen for you. You got to make it happen. 
And uh, my next point is this next uh, bit of the podcast is brought to you by Dun 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 So basically Conan the Barbarian is basically how that works. It's kinda like I was like a mix between football and 007, I guess. It really we didn't have no 007 mix on it, but I was thinking the next thing we could talk about was Agent 00420, okay, so let's, which let's, I've committed the podcast to let's be in. try to solve an argument. Stories who's who's the best James Bond, dude? Uh, I think Sean Connery by far. Me too. I don't, I don't think that's a debate on this podcast. No. You mean, Maybe we're just old, but like he's know, the best double fucking Sean Connery's OG. 100%. He's badass. But what I was thinking is the, the segment 00420... Could be stories about you and your Jameson on the rocks, shaking not yeah, stirred, shaking not stirred. You know, you know, you know. You know? one time, I was hanging out with my friend because I have a family. They're Native See, Americans. They're Native Americans. Here's the Double Four Twenty story. I was hanging out with them, and we're driving past the store, and they said, "I love you, brother. You're passionate." You're passionate. The liquor store, you're passionate right out. <laughs> this fucker. I've heard edit, this. Edit, I've heard edit, this edit. one. <laughs> ain't editing shit. Editing, editing, editing. You know what I mean. Editing. Yeah, you know. Oh, what people I mean. don't know just because my face is we white don't and need poking to edit out of it. Nothing. These people know us, Clay. These people have down. met us. Most of the people going to hear this have met us. I play my Tom Tom. If you have met us, uh, you know, nice to meet you again. Nice to meet you again, my friends. Just on um, the road again. Just can't wait to get on the road again. <laughs> this uh, podcast is brought to you by Willie Nelson, uh, who is way fucking cooler than Snoop Dogg. I just want to leave. The recent song that I've been getting down on with my couple English speaking friends at work that are getting work with me. We've been like, uh, you know, country roads, take me home to the place I want to go. You know what I mean? Yeah. West Virginia, Mountain Mama. I like that part. We, I'd be getting down on no, that part. No, yeah. West Virginia, John Denver Mama. is the know, real player. I know, you know it's John Denver, but it, it doesn't even really matter. It was like uh, somebody started singing a song, and they all got down on it. And that's really the basis of our whole yeah. human society. Someone started singing a song, Agreed. and they Agreed. all got down yeah. on it, bro. Agreed. Yeah. You know? Everyone started singing. Your mama was made to someone started singing a song and they all got down on it's it. It's just like when one person claps, everyone claps. Because like, mm-hmm. they feel like they have to fucking clap, even if they don't want to clap. Why not you know? clap? And why not clap? That's the other thing. If like, someone, why not clap? You can resist and be like, I'm Most not of the time, if someone's like, I'll clap for that. If my brain my brain thinks about it for about a half a second, I'm like... I clap for that too. Well, that's, I clap for that too. That's part of human psychology is that when you see like eighty percent of people doing something, you will follow the, the hundred monkeys, lead. dude. Hundred monkeys. Hundred monkeys, so, man. Like if you want to get deep on some shit. Like, so for those in the podcast realm, I just want to let you know what the hundred monkeys thing is. It's a not just a theory in science; it's a biological thing where 
they've observed it in groups of monkeys where like three or four monkeys will catch wind of like some new shit. They'll, they're like bathing, I think is the one they got them on video doing. Because most monkeys don't like water. But these ones, a couple of them were bathing. Monkeys after, don't like after water? After like four or five of them, a bunch of them started bathing. And by a hundred monkeys, the entire colony of monkeys was bathing. Hence the theory called hundredth monkey. Or monkey see, monkey do. Monkey see, monkey do is a good way to put it, it too. We're going to press pause for you. Now we're back from the pause on a beer run we just went. Because a couple of hillbillies were sent for beer. For you and I to listen to all these stories we got. Now, these stories are brought to you from the hills. So what we're trying to say is we're pretty much kind of drunk. The podcast says, okay, the screen says we're still recording, so we are. Okay, I hope so. All right. You remember Tater Shooters? <laughs> what? Yeah, you almost choked on your nugget there. <laughs> no, what do you mean Tater Shooters? Tater Shooters, you remember Potato Gun? Oh, Potato Gun. Yeah, shooters. fuck yeah, I do. Yeah, man. I was trying to talk to somebody the other day about that. Have you ever seen a man get shot with a potato gun? Oh, I've seen people come close to getting beheaded by one. <laughs> but never seen a man just take one. But there's those a potato are, gun is real fucking Irish it's war. So much part of my childhood though to like go to Home Depot and potato like pick, pick out PVC pipe that's the perfect size and just make a potato cannon. So like the thing about potato guns is people don't even remember Aquanet, and Aquanet was a if hairspray. You, if you were alive in the eighties, you remember Aquanet. Okay, I if mean, you're alive in the eighties, you remember Aquanet. It could have held up the World Trade Center. Yeah. It was a fucking strong. So that's what people used to ignite their potato cannon with was Aquanet player, like yeah, on a or real starting thing. fluid. Pow. Either one was just as flammable. Big, big booty. We'll put it it to you like this. When we spread my dad's ashes, we did like a hillbilly 21 gun salute with the fucking potato gun. Yeah, it was legit. Hell yeah, you know what my dad said to me like a long time ago? He's like, hey man, if I die, he's like, I want you to put me in a boat. I want you to shoot burning arrows at it. Damn. I want you to light it on fire. That's a real Celtic shit. And look it up. I looked it up, and that shit's not legal, but I'm thinking <laughs> that I could buy a piece of land around a lake, and I could, like, start my own business where I give people, like, legal Viking funerals, bro. Do that, of course, ain't legal, but that is dope funeral. That's a dope-ass funeral. Your dad was like, oh. Yeah, but, like, who cares, like, if it's legal anyway? Like, it's like, I'll go to jail for that shit. Like, fuck that. Your dad's like, I want to go out like a straight Viking savage. I'll put him in the yard and do it. Like, who needs water? I'll put water you up in the yard, cousin. I don't care. <laughs> Fuck it. Start a bonfire. <laughs> Man, that's some hillbilly shit. This podcast is also brought to you by hillbilly shit. You know, the broken strap that pulls you out of the ditch. Have you ever got your water the guy off that the mountain? Jumpstarts you. Have you ever drank from a mountain spring? Well, the hillbilly you know has. 
And this podcast is brought to you by him and his kinfolk. But the beer run we went to was funny because the lady was pretty pissed off about the squeaky hinge. Yes, we have an exciting life. We fixed a squeaky door tonight. Yeah, well, she was pretty heated, bro. She was ready to lose her shit. <laughs> she was irritated. She was pretty <laughs> much ready to lose her shit over a squeaky hinge. <laughs> the look she gave me. <laughs> it was almost like she was mad at me. It was like, this is a door. It's and not she me. Was, just kept clocking the camera's WD-40. <laughs> And spraying it at it like she had probably used half a fucking can of WD-40 on this thing. I'm like, hey. And then she got mad when she tried. We tried to explain to her that. Anyways, we fixed the door. Yeah, WD-40 is <laughs> not <a> lubricant. <laughs> and she had three-in-one oil, and now it's lubricated. That's all that matters. All that's all's good in the hood. Uh, so on your commute now, you're almost at work, probably, probably thinking my boss is a dick and you're probably right. He probably is. <laughs> That's probably half of his job in the contract is like, okay, we're going to give you this much money, but you got to make sure you're a dick, right? Every day. Yeah. It's like, all right, I'll sign the line. I'll be a dick every day. A lot of people really want to punch their boss, but they can't because they have to go to work. But you might not have to today. You could call it quits. You could say fuck it. <laughs> and punch your boss. You could say fuck it. One, <laughs> oh, no, we should do dude, the next. We should time, do the next thing. We should do the next. One time. This, uh, this podcast is brought to you by punching your boss. Yeah, by punching your boss <laughs> in the nostrils. <laughs> You know, that day when you just said, fuck you. <laughs> and you've had enough of this shit. And you punched him right square in his nostrils. This is podcast is brought to you by that day. Yeah. It could this, be the Ides of March, which just happened. See, this March podcast 15th. is brought to you by punching your boss. Yeah. Punching your boss in the noodle. <laughs> No, but for real, everyone hates their boss. I think it's like a universal thing. Like, even when you become the boss, you, that first day of being the boss, you're like, oh, I think I secretly hate myself. Because <laughs> you're the boss now. And you've well, been programmed to hate the boss. Who's the boss? Tony Danza? No, oh, motherfucker, it's you now. The first rule of leadership is that everything is your fault. And, it is all yeah. your fault. I mean, I... And you might just turn in, it When you get power, you might just turn into a terrible person. You might, you might a, wake up one day and say, let's do something terrible. That's true. There's people out there that just shouldn't have power. And like they don't know it until they get it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, everyone around him's like, we shouldn't have gave this motherfucker any power. And you hand it over to someone else because you don't want it. And they're yeah, like, I don't want it either. Hold up. Like, they oh usually don't just hand it over to someone else. <laughs> they usually take over a whole country. <laughs> you know? Enslave half the population or some shit. Usually ends up pretty horrible for the peons. 
And the Which person, I am one of the peons. I mean, oh, we're peons. Me, we are. This is coming out. We are the smallest is, ants in the yeah, hive. This know. is coming at you loud and clear, live from the peons right here. Yeah. You know, this um, is the, the peons peanut peanut peon section here. Yeah. We just the peanut gallery. Yeah. Just just we're hollering, still trying to eat like elephants. Just hollering and hooting and throwing <laughs> shit. You know, that's kind of what we do. Around the Cascades, you know, if you're from the Cascades and you're listening to this, you're still on your way to work. It says it's still recording, so that's a good sign. And, and we're still here telling you, your boss is a dick. It's not just in your head. It's a thing. Well, they might be. They might be very nice. They're a dick. If, if your first thought is, that's my boss... Then he's a dick. Yeah. He, he's qualifying. Yeah. If we said your boss is a dick and you were instantly like, it's my boss. Like you players ever seen Office boss, Space, yeah. dude? Office Space? Yeah. Run in the movie? Office Space? Yeah. Your TPS reports can suck. Yeah. You know? Oh, somebody's got a case of the Mondays. Yeah. Fuck your Mondays, dude. <laughs> About to hammer your Mondays with a sledgehammer, huh? <laughs> Holmes. This is brought to you by the crack of a beer and the crack of a bat. Both very American. One of them you can listen to right now. And the crack of the bat, you know, you can beat your wife or something. <laughs> no, we're joking. No, we don't. We don't fucking endorse domestic violence. But the crack of the beer thing, we do endorse that. Let's have one for America. America! I don't know if you know this, but uh, beating your wife, not couth. Hey man, I just want to let people know that, like, you know, sometimes retouch that. you can try to make shit better <laughs> and you just make it worse. <laughs> I'm pretty much trying to point that shit out right now. Oh, yeah, because I still am the great Clay Clizzo. He is the great Clay coming a little at you bit, live, a little bit retarded. Clear, live Clay 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 me at dinner and all that shit. We got that. I love how when people fuck up, they just mumble 